72% of singles said that they would date across the aisle. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Single Married Divorce. I'm your host, Eric Rung, and I am single. Hello, I'm Tom McGuire. I am married. This is Allison Collins, and I am still divorced. Now, this question is an interesting one, given the, the political landscape that we're in these days and this poll question really leads into the first question which is from nick he's 41 years old from iowa and he asks us what do you think about dating across the aisle can it work and it's a tough question especially given where we're at now allison you have a little insight on this uh, in your background i do um i was married to someone of the opposite um political party and was it how, when how did it come up um, I mean, as soon as I saw the guns, I really, you know, <laughs> just, uh, well, it came up pretty soon. I mean, I, I came from a family where, you know, politics was pretty important and, um, you know, it's, it's just how it was. And But you made it work while you were married. How'd you do it? Sure. Um, he wasn't that passionate about politics, which was great. He was passionate. Um, I did go to some NRA events. Um, which were super interesting. Um, I felt like I spent a lot of time people watching. Um, but we would go. Um, I would refuse to buy fifty-fifty tickets because I felt you held like, your ground. You know, there's certain there's certain lines I had to draw, and this was before the NRA got to be. You know, so I mean, I feel like recently it's been crazy political. Um, this was maybe I was naive to it, so maybe that was probably why i didn't think it was that big of a deal but they would you know auction off guns and you know hunting puppies and things like that hunting puppies <laughs> so you know he would like to go to things like that i would go to support him because you know i was his wife um and then he would let me go walk around trying to get petitions signed by a strictly and this is in wyoming too by the I'm way sorry, yeah, yeah let's let's um, remind folks that you were living on a ranch in wyoming I while was this was taking to a cattle rancher in wyoming i big um, obama state if i remember <laughs> right right yeah um i believed it turned it turned colors before the election even started so um but well i was i was truly one of the only democrats there because um i worked at a school and every night when there was an election i would have to drive to the polling place and i guess all the all the ballots came in like shrink wrap packages of twenty five, and they would they wouldn't even open up the Democratic package until I'd get there, and they'd all be excited when I'd show up because they got to open it up. But my vote was immediately negated by someone else. Hmm. And and uh, Tom, you and your wife, lovely wife, I might add. Um, you guys are the same political sw- persuasion, so you didn't really have to uh, worry about. Have you ever dated? Yeah. Do you remember dating anyone? Um, I mean, I don't think so. There wasn't that that many differences. Uh, I've, I think actually for me it was more. I was raised uh, in a mixed marriage, <laughs> had a Republican father and a, a Democratic mother. My father has, uh, and both pretty politically active. At no, the time, I wouldn't or? say active. I'd say interested. Okay, I wouldn't say active. I mean, they weren't out, you know, gathering, you know, signature signature going on to the NRA thing. But no, my dad was, you know, he's a, my dad was a, a banker and a financial guy, and um, he's probably since become a little more, I would say he's probably more of an independent nowadays. Uh, my mom was a Democrat, but it was, this was the 80s, and I feel like it was a different climate then, 
There were disagreements, maybe. I don't remember any major disagreements. There was a lot of bipartisanship then, too. Yeah, there was. Um, yeah, there was, you know, Tip O'Neill was the old, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Speaker of the House would say they were going to battle all day and then have a drink after work together. I'm not sure that happens as much anymore. Right. Um, so I feel like... Was it, when you were growing up, though, uh, with you, um, you know, did, did your family, did your mom try to steer you in one direction? Did your dad try to steer you in one direction? Uh, not that I recall. I actually, my early life, I was one political persuasion, and then I kind of converted um, maybe late college and after college, I kind of swung the other direction. And now I think I'm relatively down the middle, independent, I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um so I know I think for me if this was an issue I could dip, I could possibly date somebody who uh you know was kind of opposite of me a, li- a little bit if they were like well informed and was grounded but if they're just watching uh you know uh, they Whatever. were only getting their news from MSNBC, only getting their news from Fox, Fox. News. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm talking about the evening, not just you know their actual news shows. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about their the, opinion shows. Sure, sure. I mean, if they're like just spouting things I know to be factually incorrect um, about either party, I would kind of be like, all right, I can't deal with this. I think. Well, though. I think it's a reflection yeah. on them as a person too. And I, I, I would struggle. And I, I did. I, I recall dating one woman who was uh, opposite, but she wasn't. She wasn't that active. She didn't really, she, you know, she was just, hey, rah, rah, my party, and that was it. But, and then, you know, we never, it never really even came up. My problem is, is when somebody's talking or something like that, and I, I hear what they're saying, and I know it's complete crap, and I'm like, if anybody believes this, that they are a moron. And if, if I mean, if somebody said, well, I believe that, I'd be like, I'm really sorry. But, I mean, that's a reflection on you, I think, at that point. So this reminds me of an interesting evening we recently had, <laughs> which this can be edited out. But yes, I witnessed this, and Eric was flabbergasted that this person believed certain things as fact, and these were factually not true. Right. I mean, they just were non-facts. And it was like, what? And he, <laughs> His mind was literally blown, and he couldn't believe it. And things were going... Seemed to be going okay uh, at the before this conversation started, right? And then any budding romance was immediately squashed, so, right? I mean, if, there's a prime example. There was yeah, a, that was a great was, example. Yeah, I Kylie, mean, I just, there was just no way that that was going to go anywhere. It's, I mean, it's, some of the things that she was saying, it was just like, I, I, I'm sorry, my, my mind was blown. To say the least. Yes, it was fantastic to watch. Allison, now you have two uh, beautiful daughters. Um, Remind us of their ages again. Uh, They are 10 and 12. 10 and 12. Mm -hmm. Um, So you guys are opposite political persuasions with their father correct uh how how are you going to navigate that as they continue to ask questions and things like that obviously they live with you their father lives in uh wyoming but um still that's that's got to come up sure i mean um i think little kids know more about politics right now than it than they have in a long time um i mean at least from my point of view i feel like they do so I try not to steer them. I try to, um, I think if I can make sure that they make well-informed decisions and they make decisions based on, like, if, you know, if they say something random about, like, oh, I don't like so-and-so or, oh, I don't, you know, I wouldn't vote for so-and-so. I'm like, well, why? You can't just say that. Why Why do you think that? And so even if I'm like, all right, you're, <laughs> like, so proud of them. But um, 
I mean, I think that when they're with their father, I mean, sure that, you know, they hear his side. And when they're with me, they hear my side. And I think as long as, you know. That's a good chance they might be right down the middle. Well, I I think you hit on something. I mean, I think you said well-informed. And I feel like there's a part of society on the left and the right where people are a political persuasion because they feel like they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I'm supposed to be this. Well, like, why? Like, do you actually agree with what they're doing? Do you agree with what that party stands for? Right. Or do you feel like, oh, I'm a white middle-aged suburban man, so I'm going to be a Republican. Right. Yeah. So I feel like there is an element of folks who aren't well-informed, and those are the... Like, that's where I would have an issue. If yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't based on. But you're saying you could date somebody as long as they were well informed and, and weren't combative about it. And if they're not in my face about it, yeah. And that would be all right with it. I mean, the, yeah. Well, and I think it depends on how important it is to you. If it's something that's very important to you, I think you have to get that out on the table right away. Right. And I think you need to know where they stand because if it's a deal breaker, you know. Allison, do you think you could date across the aisle again, or would you? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I just, I couldn't do it. It would, I, it's just, I mean, relationships are hard as they are. I don't need to add something else to it. I mean, to me, <laughs> there, would be, just, there would be very specific, like, uh, topics that I would, I would need to know where they stood on. I was about to say the same thing. At certain issues, like, who cares? Right. But, like, for me personally, and as an independent, if you think, you know, climate change is a myth and it's, you know, no, that's actually, like, I don't believe in climate change. Well, like, do you not believe in gravity? No, gravity is a fact. Climate change, in my opinion... Oh, no, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Right, so, right. I mean, so, like, scientific facts are scientific facts. Sure. So, if someone's going to deny science... If you can't agree on... on then I'd be a, like, a okay, I'll, facts, yeah, yeah, I will move exactly. on. I'll move on with my, with my day. All right. So, you're a maybe. You're a possibly. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. I'm a... I, I, I don't think I could do it. Nick, good luck with that. Uh, that's 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 difficult. Um, but let's move on to a fun app story that Allison has for us. This is one of our best friend's sisters. Um, a young lady we've known since she was just out of diapers, really. She's so adorable. Not great, no, more like great, like you know, grade school, but still. And this is an app story. This is this is an app story. Oh, this okay. is you're gonna love this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly wait. Uh, it's it's a message to me. It says Tom sent me an invite on Facebook to like single married divorce, and I saw that this is who we're on the show with. Um, I obviously didn't know his name. I met him with you guys on St. Patrick's Day. He popped up on my Bumble a few weeks ago. So you're talking about Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pick up your sarcasm. <laughs> Um, so I Beth asked, doesn't know. <laughs> I, I asked if we could get her to swipe right, and then um, Tom and I could go along as chaperones on a date for you guys. And we got a we, have we got a response. Um, we don't we don't actually know if she's swiped right or left for you. Hmm. She's, I she's chosen not to tell us. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that means she went left. Well then, I don't she's. Know. I, I think she might feel a lot of pressure. Like, well, especially if you two are going to come along on the date. Well, the thing was though, she didn't know who you were. Like, you had already been up. You already came up onto the bumble. Before, oh, before you said. Okay, so she had okay, already okay. swiped left or yeah, right before she had already made her decision. Yeah, but if she remembered what you looked like, I have to suspect that maybe she swiped right. Well, that really could work both ways. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good lord, it's that guy. Oh my god. No wonder he's on this show in the single one. Days <laughs> for radio. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. I, I was just joking. But now, so now, what really, I mean, it's a cliffhanger. So you need to get I know, in your Bumble. We're going to have to stay up on top of this. Yeah, you have to get on your Bumble and start swiping and seeing who you find. And maybe she'll... Maybe you'll match up, right? Well, yeah. I, if we did meet, I gotta, I gotta say, I don't. I'd have to see another picture of her. No, oh, she's stunning. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I probably went right, and she's super fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I just don't remember. So maybe I'd have to see a picture. But I, I mean, yeah. Please keep us up to date, especially me. <laughs> I will let you know when Tom and I are available for your date. All right, all right. What should we do? I mean, what does she like? Mm, Mexican. <laughs> So tacos, we'll get some tacos. We'll have some Coronas, Dos Equis for me, I guess. But Modelo Especial for me mm-hmm. or Negra. Are you guys going to actually sit at the table with us, or just like behind us taking notes? I mean, I need to know what I'm getting myself into here. Do you have any of those? Remember the commercial for like the long range microphone? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just hide under the table. That's weird. <laughs> it, a little creepy too. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right, now let's move on to our second question. We will definitely, uh, we'll we'll hear from Shannon again. Uh, The next question is, this is an interesting one, um, who came from Lisa from Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. So the Badger State uh, contributing to single married divorce. Thank you so much. So this this has to do when you're getting into a ride sharing service or cab, uh, something like that, um, and you're you know again a couple with defined general roles. For this example, we'll say a man and a woman, and the woman is wearing a dress or a skirt, and the the car pulls up. You know the man opens the door. Who gets in first? The and here's why. I mean, do you make the woman get in first, and then she slides over in her dress or in her skirt? Or do you get in first, so you slide over so she doesn't have to slide with her um, you know, dress or skirt? Tom, you have your hand raised. I have a question for Allison, please. Okay. It's um, allowed. How big of a deal is sliding over in a dress or a skirt? I, I'm not... Um, is is, that a, is I that do a big not deal? find it to be a big deal, no. Not a big deal at all? Mm-mm. You wouldn't I think even think twice a, about it? A guy thinks it might be, I think. Wait, but normally would a guy get in first? No, I would always oh. let the woman in first. Yeah. But I feel like if sliding over is an issue, which maybe I mean, it's if not I was wearing like a wedding dress, would it be difficult? Probably. Which you do wear those out sometimes. <laughs> That's true. I mean, what? I mean, you have it, so you might as well wear it uh, every Friday. I think I would just open the door, let the let, let the lady in, and then. Close the door and walk around the other side. You right? could, yeah, I know, but I mean, Do usually that. you have to. You're supposed to get in on the curbside. Yeah, though. you are. You are. Well, because I'm short, sometimes my dresses or skirts are a little bit shorter, just because you know, I'm a short person. So if I were to get in second, sometimes you know it's not as ladylike as I would appreciate. So I try to get. <laughs> Tom, you have your hand raised. I have my hand raised again. If if you're a short person. Wouldn't short skirts typically be longer on you? Well. So maybe you just like short skirts. Well, long skirts don't look great on me. That's really the problem. But I think you're trying to blame the designers. (laughs) It's like, well, I'm short and short skirts look shorter on me. I I don't quite understand how getting in second isn't ladylike. Well, you know, like if I had a short skirt on and then, you know, the... The man was sitting there, and then I like got in. I think that I would accidentally, you know, 
you know. The, if the man was already in the car? Right. So he isn't he looking first. forward? And you're going to get in, I'm assuming, butt first, right? Right. So your legs would be... The paparazzi would get the... The paparazzi outside would get the the shot, the yeah. shot, not the not the guy. guy inside the car. But if you got in first, I'm sorry, I'm I'm talking about a shot of my bottom. Oh, we thought oh, you meant your. Oh, oh okay. we thought you meant your front bottom. Nope, the back bottom. <laughs> interesting, uh, interesting way to describe that. I have a very interesting body. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, I, boy, I Sorry, tell you, where did this question come from? Lisa, Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. Who and she thinks that maybe he should go in first and let her in second, so she doesn't have to slide. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could see that on the sliding part, just because you know you would have to spread your legs to slide over, right? I don't think we're supposed to be talking about this. Oh. No, you I'm don't. No. no, you don't. No? I, think no. I don't know. I mean, that's that's why I'm asking. No, you could go knees together and just, you know. All right. Slide the ankles over, move the body. I don't know. I think the girl always goes in first. All right. I'm going to go with... I, I honestly didn't know that it was even an issue, but I would still... I, I think I'd let that girl go in first. I don't think it is an issue. Um. Do you have your Emily Post book with you, Tom, to look? <laughs> I do. Do you have your I, own way of doing it? <laughs> well, I, I did. Like I the s- revolving door? Well, I did. I did. I said I'd let her in and then go around and get in, get in on the other side. You would risk your life for I your would. wife. I would. That is a man. He has a lovely wife. That's true. She makes great tacos. Great tacos. She is She is the biggest fan of this show <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> because uh, Allison and I are on it? The, fa- the fan club uh, <laughs> over here. She is pretty great, though. All right. Well, we do have a little extra time here. Um, So, Tom, can you tell me a story? Well, Eric, uh, I'm not going to go with a story. I'm going to go with a little bit of what I've been watching lately because Mm. I feel like I want to give these two shows. They're on Amazon. uh, Bosch. Got to watch Bosch. It's a detective show. It's fantastic. And the other one is Red Oaks. Red Oaks. I haven't which heard of either of them. You'd think it's kind of like a like a Caddyshack kind of a show, mm-hmm. but it actually um, goes a lot deeper, and it's uh, it's kind of a heartfelt coming of age sitcom, if you will. But there's some adult storylines. So it's like American it's, uh, Pie Seven. It's a great show. It's better. It's way better than any American Pie. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. All right, Allison, can you tell me a story? Um, I went to Medieval Times. Oh, the medieval times story. We've heard so much about it and not heard this story yet. All right. Well, I really had a revelation about my life at medieval times. Okay. um, Because I had the green knight who was the... Was it green? And maybe it was red. I don't know. I had the bad knight. Okay. Um, That's who you're supposed to be cheering for? Right. And so there's there's six knights and there's they all come out. And mine is like the evil one and he's done all this bad stuff. And as the night went on, I became more and more attracted to him. And like I, the bad boys. I think it really it really hit me deep in my heart. Like that's, you know, medieval times is like the... It just put into focus uh, all of my love issues. In what ways? <laughs> well, well, what you don't leave a saying in here. What you don't realize is the Dark Knight actually is shirtless with a tool belt. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't you what? say yes, Tom? Wouldn't you say yes? 
anyway, um, I was in love with a guy from Middle Time. Like when they first came out, I was like, "That's goofy hair. I would never like that." And by the end of it, I was like madly in love. Yeah. Did you get his number? Uh, no, I had I had something to go to afterwards. <laughs> That's too bad. Well, it was the it was the matinee show. Well, you may be able to go back. Maybe Green Knight. If you're out there, really. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, I have a short story. This is. Uh, I was recently out in D.C. visiting my family over Mother's Day weekend, and I was on my way back and. I had to take the train to the Baltimore airport because it was just a lot cheaper, whatever. I'm on the train. I was cutting it really close. Uh, My train was supposed to get in at about 9 o'clock. Flight was leaving at 10 o'clock. And I still had to get the shuttle to the airport from the Amtrak train. So I'm on the train. I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'm going to get myself ready to get through security, start taking everything out of my pockets, grab my ID, put it in my back pocket, throw everything else in my bag. As soon as the train stops, man, I am bolting out the door. The, everything's seeming, seemingly working out at this point. The tram is, or not tram, but the, uh, the shuttle's right there. I hop on the shuttle. I get to the airport. I'm in the line of security, and it's not a line at all. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, oh, plenty of time this is going to be this all worked out perfectly and my phone starts ringing and it's a number that i you know it's an unknown number which i never answer but for some reason i was in line to security i'm like yeah I'll, I'll pick it up uh lo and behold it was amtrak and they said mr rung uh we just wanted to inform you that we found your driver's license on the floor of the train uh. And I said, oh, my God, I'm standing in line at security. How in the world am I going to, you know, get on my flight? And now I'm thinking now time is really going to be an issue. I do have my press credentials with me, which are government issued, but they don't have my birth date on there. They, I mean, it's just my name and my photo. So I, I, get, in, I get up there and the woman that see my ID and I'm like... Uh, I don't have one, but I do have these. And I show them my press credentials, and they're like, "This, <laughs> these aren't going to work. And I said, all right, well, what do I do? Because at this point, it's 10 o'clock at night. All the gates are closed, so I can't go to the gate and say, what am I supposed to do? So they said, well, you just got to go through extra security. We got to patch you down. We got to do all that stuff. And so I get through security. This guy was cool. He's He he knew I was really rushing at this point. He gave me the pat down, and it does get really personal. I don't know if you guys have ever had to do that, but no, it does get personal. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he, I get it. I get my bag. I put my belt on. Put my shoes back on. I'm walking. I'm looking for my gate. And it says like D12 or something. And I look down there. It says A. This one's B. And C is to my left. I'm like, well, obviously D is after C. So I start walking that way. And I get to the end of the terminal. And I go up to the other TSA agent. I said, well, where's terminal D? And she said, well, you got to go outside security. Go down to the oh. next terminal. <laughs> <laughs> and go through security down there and i'm like well why did they let me in here if i my plane wasn't here and she's like well that's how you got to do and i and i was like okay so now i'm really cutting it close so i start sprinting now because i have no idea how long it's going to take me to get down there or if there's going to be a line and i know i'm gonna have to go through extra security again and so i get down there there they've shut down that security line and there's one TSA agent still there. And I'm like, hey, listen, I, my flight's in you know 15 minutes. I need to get through. And he said, well, you, they probably already shut the door. And I said, well, I got to try. And he then said, well, all right, well, give me your ID and ticket. And I'm like, well, I don't have an ID, but. And so they have to do the extra security again. This guy must have been new because it took him forever to do the pat down. So I, I have no or, time Or now. he was just really enjoying it. Oh, 
Well, that could be too. Um, I grab my belt, grab my shoes, uh, jacket in hand, bag, and I'm running barefoot now through the airport at a full sprint and thinking to myself, all right, I, I still have a shot. I still got a shot. And I turn the corner and I'm ducking and weaving through all these people. And I get there and I see the agent. She starts walking toward the door to shut the door. And once she shuts the door, I can't get on the plane. I'm like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And she looked at me and she said, sir, we haven't started boarding yet. <laughs> I am drenched in sweat. I Everybody is just looking at me and I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> and then you know, I sit down, I I collect myself, and then uh, you know, and then we ended up being like an hour late, so I had plenty of time. You could have gotten your license back. I could have ran down to the train and, and not got it gotten, back, and yeah. not gotten patted and still down got back to repeatedly. Chicago. Mm. Well, that wasn't all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am single. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. Well, next week we uh, have another good show for you. A uh, couple of questions. Uh, this one has to do with going out on a first or second date and whether or not uh, the woman, you know, maybe reaches for the wallet or not. Uh, what people think about that. We also take a look at where people should maybe be thinking about taking a date. Do you go closer to? the woman's place go closer to the man's place go someplace in between uh two questions that we will definitely tackle next week uh thank you so much for listening this week for tom and allison i am eric rung this is single married divorced